0: Oh, here we go again, guys. It's your buddy, Paul. Here for another installment of Checking In With Chomo. Hope you're doing okay. Hey, remember when I said I was going to make one of these a day? Like every day or every other day? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I have not had the time for that. Nope. I meant well. I meant... When you say... (laughs) When you say somebody meant well, that's just a really nice way of saying that they failed. Uh, He meant well. Uh, He shat the bed. It's pretty much the same thing. So I meant well. (laughs) I I meant well. I think probably the worst thing you could say to somebody (laughs) or about somebody is, uh, you know, he meant well. Bless his heart. (laughs) he meant well bless his heart is he's an abject failure and he should not be alive (laughs) oh no hey you know what happened uh i told everybody that i was going to be recording a lot of these uh and they were all excited and i gave them the voicemail number which is hang on once again not prepared Where is it? <laughs> the voicemail number. I should have had this ready to go. I say this almost every time. The voicemail, 941-315-6985. So, a, one person said, Hey, uh, should I call in and tell the story about the time when I saw Ian McKellen naked? And the answer to that question is always Yes. <laughs> Alright, so uh, this is Patricia and she's going to regale us with the story of the time that she saw is it Ian McKellen? I think it's Ian McKellen naked.
1: Hey Paul, it's Patricia Childs calling from Augusta, Disgusta, Georgia, and I have a funny story for you. This happened, um, Goodness, it's been a while—probably about 15 years ago. uh, Back when I was living in North Yorkshire, England, it was coming up on our anniversary or some other special occasion, and my husband got me tickets to go to the Royal Shakespeare Company down in Stratford, which is one of our favorite vacation spots. Anyway, we were going to see King Lear, and I found out later that it was going to have Sir Ian McKellen in it, Um, and I was very, very excited. So, when we got down there, Um, We got all ready to go to the theater. We went to the Royal Shakespeare Company and very, very excited to go see it. We went in and um, there's a sign on the wall that says this play contains flashing lights and brief nudity. And I thought, well, you know, I I can handle flashing lights. I can handle gunshot sounds. I can handle nudity. King Lear's got three daughters. Maybe in a moment of high spirits, a boob pops out. That's fine. I've got boobs. They don't alarm me. So we go in and, and we sit down and the production starts and it's, it's absolutely riveting, but it's very, very bloody. If you've ever read King Lear, um, it's, it's a horribly depressing, uh, just cathartic in a most negative way kind of play. Everybody winds up dead and bleeding and in disgrace and eyes gouged out and just horrendous. (laughs) So anyway, we get about, we get about 90 minutes into it and, um, we get to the speech where King Lear is, is outcast and he starts talking about being a man on his own island. And Ian McKellen is fantastic. He's verbose. He's engaging. He's everything you can imagine what it would be like to be in his presence. And he's also a lot shorter than, he, than you think he is. So we get to the point where he's outcast and he's giving this, this speech about how he's outcast. And in the middle of the speech, he drops his trousers and he drops his, his pants. And um, I'm looking around, and the room is just full of very stern, uh, tight upper lip uh British people. And I'm looking around, I'm like, does anyone notice that Sir Ian McKellen is, has just dropped his pants? So, anyway. <laughs> sorry, the phone's ringing. Anyway. We get to the point, he he goes on and he does some more of his speech and he's getting crazier and crazier. And the next thing I know, he has dropped his underwear right down and he's standing there delivering 10 minutes of dialogue in the NIST, absolutely naked. And you could hear a pin drop in that auditorium, except for me, because as soon as it <laughs> happened, I went, Wah! exactly like that, turned heads everywhere. <laughs> so I'm looking around and no one has any reaction whatsoever to this. And I'm like...
0: Well, she ran out of time. Okay, here's the second part.
1: Okay, so here's the second part. I'm looking around. No one has any reactions. And I'm like, does anyone notice that this man who's been knighted by the Queen of England is standing there with his little Ian, Gandalf staff, <laughs> in out? And no one seems to have any, any compunctions about this. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe they knew this was coming because I sure as hell didn't. Anyway... <laughs> It let out. The play let out around eleven thirty. It was incredibly intense, and you walk out of there feeling like you just want to, you know, stab yourself in the heart because it's just such a gut wrenching play. So my husband and I are just in complete silence, trying to digest everything we've seen. Also, I should probably point out that Sir Ian is hung like a Shire horse. It's it's incredible how <laughs> how well endowed that that guy is. So we go out for our for a, a bite to eat at a late night cafe, and we sit down and. I'm trying to breathe deep and process everything I've seen. My husband says, "So, what did you think?" And I said, "Wow, that was really long." I was referring to the, length of the play. My husband. Says,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just had to pause it. I don't want to laugh over this story too much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought I was referring to the length of something else. And he grins at me and he says, yes, but was it real? <laughs> so the next morning we get up and we go down to the, the breakfast room for, you know, our breakfast. And oh. um, I spear a sausage and put it on my plate. And I spear another one and <laughs> I put it on my plate and I sit down. And I'm looking at these thick sausages and I start giggling. And my husband's like, oh, God, no, you really are just, just 14 years old. And I'm going, <laughs> yeah, I like thick sausages. <laughs> so I get home and I think... What can I do to tell Sir Ian McKellen that I really, really enjoyed his performance? So I put my mind to it, and I wound up buying a Peter Heater, which, if you don't know, is a contraption that goes over a man, uh, you know, um, with with a little a little a little knitted pouch for. Oh my God! Yeah. So yeah, I I bought this Peter Heater off <laughs> off uh, Etsy. And I sent the lady a note saying, you probably don't want to know where most of these wind up, but I'm going to tell you where this one's going. And she was just absolutely thrilled. She's in Canada. So I write this note saying, I saw your play. Really, really enjoyed it. I'm an English teacher. It meant the world. And I thought at the end of the night, little Ian could use some TLC because with all due respect, it's a good thing to have a knitter on your side. And I sent this Peter Heater off, care of the Royal Shakespeare Company, Um Thinking I'll probably never hear anything back from this, but lo and behold, about a month later, this very humble gray envelope appeared in my in my box. Um, and granted that he's down in London, and I'm up way up in North Yorkshire, it's about three and a half hour train ride. Oh my God! So I open it up, and it's a thank you note from Sir Ian McKellen oh with my his God. genuine signature in it. And he said, "Thank you indeed for your astonishing knitting. I am so pleased you liked King Lear." Ever, Ian McKellen. So there it is. That's that's my story about seeing Curie and McKellen naked. Worth every every pound we
0: Oh no. Oh no. Oh my god. Thank you, Patricia, for that story. And I never I never want to hear the words Peter Heater again, ever. Oh my god. Thanks for checking in. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For
1: more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.